What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. Welcome, welcome, guys. This is Eagle Talk Special Edition, and we actually have a live audience in the building. Yay, say what up, up, fam? (laughs) What's up, guys? Okay, y'all got to do that better. (laughs) Look, say what up, fam? (laughs) (laughs) We we are here. This is, uh, what, I guess our second job. We finished our our first shift, and and we're here... uh, Doing what we do. Yes, because if you're checking in with us on YouTube or listening on the podcast, what you haven't seen or you may be able to see if you are on YouTube is that we are in a room with some of our close friends and family. We are. Doing a live podcast recording. And we're just so grateful because a lot of these people like, y'all been rocking with us for, for a minute here, right? Yes. Yeah, so we are grateful to be here with them today. <laughs> yeah, well, we are. What are we going to do? We're going to check in first? Yeah, let's check in. What's cool. up with you, uh, Mansfield House. So it was a keeper. Interest rates went up. Got rid of it, turned into a flip. That was a good one. Um, I was actually thinking about, too, Corey's in the building. His episode did really, really good last week when we talked uh, real estate with him, his real estate journey. Yeah. And we hit a milestone with Eagle Talk. Uh, protect Your Bag came out about three weeks ago. Yeah, the Protect Your Did y'all see Protect Your Bag? <laughs> yeah. Really dope episode. Actually, Glennis kind of uh, spearheaded that with yeah. a conversation we had off camera. But uh, we just hit 3,000 views. So that was, man, yeah, really, yeah. really dope. So that, as of right now, that's our, our highest view podcast. And that's a... Uh, makes it the work worth it I it guess. does it yeah. does and and that's the interesting thing y'all when we talk about just consistency and how many of y'all know like you have been consistently doing something and you're like man when am I gonna start seeing fruit from it yeah and that's just crazy how this whole podcasting I, I think any business right like it's one day it seems like you you're struggling to to get some traction then the next day it's like oh am I Oprah no nah, we're not Oprah we're yet. not Oprah. yeah but no. you know that's just how it goes. right I know what you're saying so um so my check-in is that I am very grateful because I am having the best real estate month that I have had ever. Kudos to you. Yeah, it's been going really good. But even in that, I had a little situation, y'all, where, where agent tested my gangster. Um, he tested my gangster, my Jesus, my, he, you know. He, tested, he has you questioning he, a lot. He, he, and you, y'all ever been in a situation where you like, I know I'm not stupid, but somebody talking to you like, I've got to be stupid because he can't be this stupid. Right. That's the way I felt. I got a little frazzled. I was a little like kind of all over the place and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, looking at contracts and yeah. thinking about how I'm going to have this conversation. I'm playing worst case scenario in my head. And finally that morning I was getting dressed and I was like, Oh, you haven't even prayed about oh, yeah, it. Right. Yeah. And I sat down and I, I sat down in my closet. Not even, I didn't even get my real prayer area. You know, like sometimes we can be too deep, even with praying. Like I got to go to my prayer room. Right. Like the Lord, like sit your butt right here on this floor. Yeah. Right. And I had a conversation with him and I just gave it to him. I was like, look, Lord, and this ain't even about me or the commission. I was thinking about my clients. I was thinking about, you know, their integrity and just really, okay, I need to cast even this, like, even though I think I know what I know and I know that I know what I know, yeah. but there are still some things that 
I always have to go to God with. So that was just my lesson that even on your best real estate month, don't act like, don't act brand new. Like he didn't give you those blessings and these opportunities. Yeah, so. I think from what I remember, I just think that he kind of frazzled you a little bit, you know, and it, it, was, it, it rhymes was, uh, with hissed. Yeah. He hissed yeah. me yeah. off. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened. I, had, I hadn't seen you there in yeah. a while, but you handled it well. That's what happened. And, and honestly, though, and, and this is what segues into our conversation today, is because what I felt in those moments, and have y'all ever had those moments where, you know, it, I don't care if it's in your business or you and your corporate meeting and you feel your heart rate like, why is my heart rate elevated over this email like yeah, this? Right. And in entrepreneurship, I think that a lot of times we have things that happen um, that make us be like, oh, this must not be for me, right? Yeah. Because because I'm feeling this way or I'm hitting this wall, I need to stop. And that's what we want to talk about today is like most people do stop. They get to a point where they're pushing towards a goal, but they hit a certain milestone or a certain wall or a certain challenge. And they think to themselves like this must be an indicator that I shouldn't be doing this. And we're going to talk about just some of those indicators. Yeah. I'm um, thinking of a quote I saw yesterday. It said uh, consistency is better than intensity. Mm. And what you're explaining is how people go so, so hard, so hard, and they don't get the results that they want instead of just, you know, being consistent. Just, you know, if it takes what it takes, that's fine. But just don't bang it out for 30 days and then just give up on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a, and we've talked about this several times so about times. being consistent. But Corey and I, we've thought about three things. Right. When we think about our own entrepreneurship journey, um, we have a lot of friends, a lot of y'all that in are business, here with us yeah. that are in that space. So what are some things that come up? Um, that when we have challenges in these areas, then that might be a signal like, oh, let's stop. And we've identified three. I think the first thing is relationship. Yeah. Uh, it can be relationships with, with friends, with family. We have one coming up when we're talking about uh, marriage, mm -hmm. right? The husband and wife being in business, whether it's together or separately and not really wanting to, um, you know, rub somebody the wrong way. If your business is succeeding and the other one isn't, it's just some hard conversations that you have to have. And then I also think, uh, you know, when you don't have entrepreneurs in your family, they can kind of, you know, crap on your dreams a little bit. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I, I go back to when we first started in this space. Um, well, when I because you've always been yeah. an entrepreneur. Right. Um, so I'll go back to then. Like, I know that I made our relationship made your entrepreneur journey hard because I didn't understand. And I thought that you were just making our life harder than it needed to be. Right. Yeah, uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. You know, there was resistance. We got but, through it. But here's the flip side, y'all. When I came into the entrepreneur space, you would think that Corey would have been all gung-ho, right? But it's not that you weren't supportive, but you were used to Rosemary, school teacher, available to y'all in a different sort of way. Mm -hmm. And I think that there was definitely some push and pull. And there were definitely times where I felt like, I think I... I Literally, y'all would cry to Corey like, "This is your idea. Like, why are you making it so hard for yeah, me?" Yeah, I, I did. Okay, and those are definitely facts. I I helped with the whole Rosemary and Realtor thing, but you're right. The dynamics change. Mm -hmm. Household, our relationship, uh, just scheduling, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think the big thing happened when, uh, you pretty much put our life on in front of everybody, <laughs> 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 right? Which is what we do now, you know. And everything became. But I mean that that's your. What, uh, that's the uh, way I track yeah, your, your lead attraction yeah. you know and I was just like man woo, can we like have dinner without you know what I mean <laughs> but I get it now I yeah. get it you know and it's not 
you're not trying to overdo it. It's just part of how you run your business. Right. But there are some relationships. And I remember um, once having a conversation with Gogo. Shout out to Gogo. She's um, a, a Look, she is everything. Like anything on somebody's resume is what you call go go. But when I met her, because she's like really grew her real estate business from social media and now it has exploded to so much more. Mm -hmm. But when I met her, I remember asking her because, like, when she and I met, she asked like eight people to take our picture. Can you take a picture? Can you take a picture? Because this is what she does. She, I didn't get it. Yeah. She markets on social. And I asked her, I said, How is that with your husband? Because me and you were. We were battling and and I don't think that I was going to quit, but that I was experiencing so much resistance Mm -hmm. that I was definitely going to quit some of the things that I was doing. And she just told me, like, look, when I start bringing these checks home and me and him start having these different conversations, you have to prove yourself. You have to prove that you're not just, you know, doing stuff for kicks. And she's like, and sometimes you might have to put your phone up and you might have to be respectful. So for us. Um, we had to have a we had to and we still have tough conversations mm-hmm. um, around what works in business. And now we don't feel like we have to stop. But it was it's hard to have those tough conversations sometimes. Yeah, well, I stopped your first uh, six figure month. I completely shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling the truth but okay but but while we're talking about relationships that's the husband wife dynamic yeah how many of y'all y'all entrepreneurs out here you may have relationships with friends people who you used to work with people in your neighborhood like they remember you to be some one way and now that you're working towards looking a different way and you know what i'm saying like that can be a pressure yeah. point i've yeah. had people tell me before like i don't want to be a sellout Mm-hmm. Right, my hairdresser just just put up. Um, uh, shout out to Mup. She said, "I can't wait to move to a new city." I can't think of what the thing said. She was like, uh, "I can't wait to move to a new city, start traveling and drinking um, champagne, so all of y'all can call me sellouts." <laughs> <laughs> right, but that sound can, like Mup. But that can really be a point of yeah. where people are like, you know, like where they don't want to move forward because we're afraid does moving forward in my life mean that me and my best friend from the hood won't ever have anything to talk about yeah. anymore. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Uh, earlier in my entrepreneurial journey now, no, but I, I definitely felt the separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely felt the, you know, people looking at me different and not that I was better, but I was just trying to get to a different tax bracket, right. Yeah. Or whatever I was trying to do. That's not what they were doing. And that's okay. You know, sometimes you got to leave people behind to grow. And, and it's, in my opinion, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, where it can get a little uh, hairy is if the money changes you. Yeah. Right. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I think it's your intention. Absolutely. You're like you and Oprah has said it before that resources like they elevate who you already are. Absolutely. So if you've already been a jackass, you're just going to be a bigger Bigger jackass jackass, one. But if you've already been a giver, and I was just thinking about this the other day, y'all, I used to be so stingy. Like to the, and when I say stingy, like my mindset around money was so frugal that even gifting, like I remember that year Corey wanted that iPad. I almost stroked out, but what entrepreneurship has taught me, and honestly, we got it from our church. 
our pastor said, like to, the anecdote to greed mm-hmm. or being stingy is to be a giver. For sure. And it's given me an opportunity to give more. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good one. It's funny because, uh, well, I'll wait to the end for that. But I had lunch with him yesterday oh. and, and he brought up some some really good stuff on the subject. Uh, what's, the, what's the second one? Okay, moving on. So the first thing, so most people stop because of challenges in relationships. Mm-hmm. They stop their entrepreneur journey. And then most people stop because of the money. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that. The money could be a stressor, right? I always say let's get the money out the way. Or the so, lack of money. The lack of money, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we can kind of focus on, on the building. Uh, but you're right. I think... Yeah, let, let me let me say it this way. The money, yes. But I think understanding the education is more important than the money. Yeah. Right? Because once you get you get smart and you have those people in your life that are going to help you get smart, the money's just a byproduct. Yeah. And this is something we've sat down with a few friends. Um, I'm thinking of our photographer Willie. When he was thinking about leaving his job, right? Um, he was just really thinking of it, it just seems it seems so overarching because yeah. of the money piece, yeah. right? Because you have this two-week job that you can depend on no matter what happens and we definitely as entrepreneurs if you don't work you don't eat right and we really sat down with him and we were like okay well let's really talk about how How much much money money you make right and when we broke that down and this is a this is a good tool to anybody who's thinking about shifting into something different and i'm not saying that your job is not compensating you well Mm -hmm. but for a lot of us when we really think about what we need to survive it's a base level amount of clients, yeah. right? It's probably clients that you're already managing in your photography business, in your, you know, your networking, in your life coaching and whatever it is. And when you really like take the money off the pedestal mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, I need this tool. And what do I have to do to get there instead of making it a big old thing? Yeah, I think Willie is a great example. Um, Cause I remember when I personally talked to him one-on-one, we said timelines, right? Yep. We, we, we got the money part first and we figured out how much that number needed to and be he was like oh right because it was it was something minimal y'all it was like if he booked 10 clients a month yeah then that would be the amount of money he needed to quit his job and then he thought and then if i went at work how many more clients could i book a right, month exactly y'all think yeah yeah and, then, and and honestly when we when we put the timeline i forgot what it was in the summer so maybe it was like six months right january one yeah and then like december he called me and was like, um, I talked to my boss and he said it's not a good time. I'm like, duh, like why would he say it's, <laughs> right. a, good, it's a good time to quit your job? Stop. Exactly. Most people stop because exactly. somebody else wants you to build with their building. And now we think, oh, we, I can't do this for me. Yeah, yeah. well, we we went right back at it, you know, with another 60 to 90 day plan. And he, he put it to work. And then he really, it's kind of like when you do do it and, it's, and it works, you, it's kind of like moving here, right? When you ask somebody about moving to Texas and how do you like it and what do you wish, you know, you would have did differently. You wish you would have did it earlier. Yep. Right. And that's what he said. Yep. He wish you would have did it earlier. So, I mean, it's I wish I could tell y'all, like, I'm having my best real estate month ever this month. A couple months ago, I had my worst real estate month ever this month. Right. So just keeping it 100 as entrepreneurs, it with anything, you know, finances are not always going to flow exactly the way you want it to. But that doesn't mean that you go back. And you go fill out your resume. Look, I'm looking at one of my friends. I'm just going to pan the audience. I ain't going to make eye contact. But we just had a conversation a little while ago. Like, just because it's not going exactly the way you go right, you want it to go right now. Unless the Lord is really. Now, I will say this. Sometimes we all know we'd have been in some stuff. Yeah. And we like, Lord, I had no business trying to do hair. Right. <laughs> like, right. speaking of which, this is such a random topic. <laughs> but one time, I taught this girl at my job. 
when I was working at Insure One, I told this Hispanic girl I knew how to do twists. Yeah. I let this girl come all the way over my house to do twists, and I did not know how to do it. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to curl in the stair. I thought it was all greasy. The lo- I knew doggone well. Right. I should not have been trying to. And sometimes right. it's like that in what we're doing. Because so sometimes we really do need to have those talks with ourselves and with the Lord to say, okay, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Or am I trying to, you know, make something fit that you haven't called me to or called me to yet that's not what we talk about yeah. we're talking about when the money isn't flowing exactly right that don't mean you quit you might need to uber we just talked about that with you and ed yeah. you might need to have a side job you might need to stop you know eating out like you yeah. you're a king you may have to make some modifications but just because it gets tight does not mean it's not right i just preached i was preaching yeah, yeah you did you did well <laughs> what, what i'm gonna say behind that too was um <laughs> is even if even if you think what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing, but you're not getting compensated for it, yep. sometimes you got to stay in that pain. You know, mm. you got to feel it because because that's where the learning is, right? Yeah. What could I be doing differently with my time? Should I be making a to-do list? Should I have a mentor? Uh, all of the things that we talk about all of the time, but people run away from it, yeah. right? Because that that requires work. Yeah. And then people, it's, it's easy to say, I don't want to do the work. Let me go back to a regular job as opposed to, you know, pursuing what I'm trying to do. Exactly. And, and that's going to bring us to the last one. Um, and, and then there's a question. But the last one that we talked about is like people stop just at the fear of no. Yeah. Yeah. Just at the fear that someone. You're saying somebody to tell you no. Somebody to tell right. you no. Like it's going to be a no. It's going to be rejection. If that no may look like failure. So I know that for a lot of us, our entrepreneur, our creative dreams die in our head mm-hmm. because we think that we're going to be rejected. Yeah. And here's the and here's the thing. Even if we are rejected, that doesn't mean that that's still not what it is for you to do. Yeah. We we you hear stories and we, we hear those stories all the time of, oh, Oprah was rejected um to be a talk show host or Tyler Perry, nobody he had to live in his car. No like that sounds like a sob story, like a cute story. Yeah, yeah. Right? What now that he's on the stage is cute. But really have you ever lived in your car trying to push a play? Right. Right. But think about Tyler right now and not just his wealth. Think about all of the lives he has changed, for sure, for sure. you know, from the people that he's given all of the black folks, he's given jobs and opportunity to, to my mama who went to heaven laughing at all the Madea movies. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. If he would have stopped at that, no, then he would have robbed the world of his gifts. He just had a certain level of obedience to his goal. Yeah. That's what he had. I'm thinking about Stephanie's in the building. And I'm thinking about from when Stephanie first started real estate. How long has it been now for her? A little bit over a year. Okay. She was. She was what up, Stephanie? Everybody say, hey, Steph. Hey. <laughs> Stephanie is our niece. Uh, she's also helped me in my business as my assistant. And she's on Rosemary's team. But I remember when she first started, she was really, really, I don't want to say timid and shy. But, oh, she was timid okay, and shy. Timid and shy. <laughs> and to today, I overheard her. I think talking to you, saying she she passed out fifteen business cards yesterday. Yeah, uh, and then she told me this morning, like we talked about our glow and our grow um, in our team meeting, and she was like, "Man, I bodied that repair amendment." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. So she just, you know, she stuck to the script and, and got done in the business. Yeah, know? but if she would have stopped that, no, and and that's what I love, and that's what I love about coaching, and you know, that's why I love that the Lord has given us the opportunity to not just experience success in our own businesses but to have this platform where we're sharing with others because i love it when somebody comes back and they're like man like like not we didn't give it to them but just that extra nudge like hey you doper than you think you are you know and that's the podcast episode that i will link in the show yeah 
Um, I'm going back to protect your bag. <laughs> I, I just got to. I mean, I can't believe that that episode got three thousand views. That just that puzzles me, right? And that was episode seventy three. I think. I, I think it was yeah. seventy three, and we we really. It wasn't on this subject, but it was really about protecting not just your money, but protecting your dream, yeah. your will, everything that you're going after, right? Because we're in times, again, we're in a seven and a half percent interest rate for investors right now, yeah. uh, you know, jobs and all of this stuff. So it's people having, uh, I had, I was in a meeting two weeks ago, they said it's about to be over half a million foreclosures hit the street between now and March, right? That's, that's not good stories. You know what I mean? So you have to protect uh, what you're going after and yeah. you cannot absolutely under no circumstances stop at a no yeah you cannot stop at a no yeah. and this this just wraps it up with what we were talking about because with protecting your bag and not stopping at no and not letting relationships or money the question that we want to pose to our audience whether you are in front of us or on youtube or right. on the podcast is is your no you're stopping or going how is that serving your future self? Yeah. So it goes back to what we said uh, when we listened to the T.D. Jake sermon. Yep. And he said that everybody, meaning every human being, has a older person in them that is dependent on the younger person of them now to be smart. Yep. Right. So we're talking about decision making in the present because, you know, you think you're going to be 60 or 70 and healthy or you think you're going to be you know, able to retire with $3 million in the bank or, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's those decisions that are being made right now that are going to shape your future. But people don't, they don't have that type of, uh, that long-term thinking, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. And the saddest thing is being stuck, Yeah, you know, for sure. because what all of this boils down to is fear. Mm-hmm. You know, most people stop because of fear, fear yeah. of relationships, fear of money, fear of no. And thinking about the future version of you, right? Is the future version of me going to be happy that I follow my diet, right? <laughs> or yeah. when she put, or or she go be at the pool with her with her the cover on. up on, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, no, real you know, talk, yeah. So, so that's a question that I'm starting to ask myself more and more: is how is this decision serving my future self? I like that, and that's um, the question that we're gonna ask y'all to just ponder and drop it in comments. Um, hit us up on social Eagles talk with team Lewis, join our private Facebook group or on Instagram. And we want you to for real answer that question. Like the things that you're doing on a daily basis, whether it's in business, even if you beefing with your husband, like if, 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 Clapping back on Corey, how's that going to serve the future Corey and Rosemary? It's right? not going to help us. And, and sometimes you just have to really think <laughs> about it. So, so. I mean, it's, that's the truth. But that's no, that's truth. a great question for them to ask. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming today. I want to thank all of our listeners and subscribers uh, for just rocking with us, man. It's getting it's getting real interesting. We're planning a lot of good events. Eagle Talk Live uh, 2023 Three. is uh, on the table for discussion. We're bringing people in. Uh, I don't know. It's just man. a lot. It's a lot. Like, like, it's, again, it's, it's our second job, right? Yes, it's going great. So again, the way that you can support us and what would mean the world to us is go ahead and hit that share button, subscribe, and look. Hold up the number five five star review. It literally will take you. 30 seconds to give a review and that just helps us climb the charts it just helps support um this effort and um it just helps us to keep showing up all right see y'all later peace bye y'all